Hey, oh, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela, and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say, this journey is so much more fun with a bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. What is up, my build to be friend, and welcome back to today's episode. I think today is going to be a juicy one because a lot of times we get into this mindset, you get into this mindset of placing arbitrary timelines on yourself, whether it's related to a goal, whether it's related to life and where you think that you should be. And I don't know about you. I personally did not picture myself at the age of 26 living in Denver, Colorado, way far away from where I grew up not being engaged, not being married, not having a house, not having my student loan debt paid off. I'm pretty sure when I first entered new grad life, I had told myself that I would have all of my debt paid off within five years of graduating from college, (laughs) which like hindsight is 2020. I never had an actual plan to accomplish that goal. And like, why five years? Like, what is what is the significance of five years, right? And, you know, you think a lot of times about personally for me at the age of 26, I thought for sure I'd at least have a house. And I don't know. I think it's I think it's interesting to see that, you know, from society and from pre-programming and from what we see other people doing and unmet expectations placed on ourselves of what we should have accomplished but didn't. And it can just all kind of have this compound effect of not feeling like enough. So I want to talk a little bit today about the pitfalls of arbitrary timelines and how they're probably not actually serving you. And arbitrary timelines look like setting a timeline for yourself on, I have to accomplish X, Y, Z by this date, or when I get there, then I'll be successful. There's this pitfall of fear riding shotgun in your life, you ignoring your true desires, you not noticing the red flags of the inner dialogue or the chatter. And I am going to talk a little bit about each of these different things, but I wanted to record this episode specifically today because I was on a call with one of my one-on-one nurse coaching clients, and I've had the honor to work with her over the last six months. She's been a new grad nurse for eight months, so we started working together really early on in her new grad nurse journey. She's actually a one-on-one athlete of mine, too, so we work together in the run coaching space. So I see her in a lot of different facets, and it's, it's really, really cool to see how all of her worlds intersect and coexist. But today on our call specifically, I was like, can you just be honest with me for a second? Like on a scale of one to five, can you rate your current satisfaction at your career? Like five being like, fuck yeah, this lights me up. I love my job. And one being like, "Mm, this isn't really my thing. And she rated it a one and a half. And to me, and I don't know if she felt this way, but to me, I was like, oh, like that is so, so true for so many new nurses, right? Because you get into this career, you have this idea of what nursing is going to look like or be like, and then you kind of get the emotions, you get the basics down of being a nurse, and then you kind of get hit from left field of like, wait a minute, what am I doing? Like, they're putting me on rotating shifts, I'm having shitty patient assignments, like this unit is actually, like the culture is actually nothing like they told me it was going to be like in the interview. And the truth is, like there's a skewed perception of, what we think entering the workforce is going to be like versus what it actually is. And why this relates back to arbitrary arbitrary timelines is because I 
had asked her, like, what's keeping you from changing positions? And she was like, well, I need to get a year experience first. And I see so many nurses fall into this mindset or buy into this narrative of I have to, you know, earn my keep for at least 365 days because once I cross that 365 day mark, then I'll be a insert air quotes, competent nurse or confident nurse. And I think it's really interesting, again, how we set these arbitrary timelines. And I was like, okay, tell me about the significance of day 365 of being a registered nurse. Like what achievement or what milestone is that going to give you? And we started to unpack, you know, was it actually the arbitrary timeline that she needed to achieve? Or was it mastering the inner dialogue and recurating her relationship with fear? Turns out it was the latter. It was actually the fear talking of if I don't wait until my 365 days of being a nurse, then I won't be confident. I won't be competent. I won't be marketable. I won't be worthy. And this is a parallel all across the board, whether it's related to years of experience when applying for a job. Well, yes, of course, like there is some realism to putting in your reps and building your skill set and building your confidence that is not that does not make you equivalent to being worthy right so i want to just unpack this for a minute what are you telling yourself when i get there then when i cross that year mark when i cross that amount of debt payoff when i cross that amount of podcast downloads are you telling yourself when you get there then you'll be qualified then you'll be worthy then you'll be marketable and ask yourself like is that really serving you and when you really look at the deeper truth of you trying to extend the timeline or buy yourself a little bit more time before making the transition or quitting the job or launching the podcast or starting the business there is this inner critic, this fear-driven side of you that's telling you, don't go there because what if you fail? Don't go there because what if it doesn't turn out? What if you get rejected? What if they don't even look at your resume? What if they tell you like, hey, you don't have enough experience and they turn you away and they ask you to go get more? That's fine. That's a completely different conversation. But if you discount yourself before you even try, what opportunities are you missing out on? What experiences are you robbing yourself of? What quality of not only life, but job satisfaction are you robbing yourself of? And it really is an exchange. By you staying in the job that makes you unhappy, that you have to sacrifice your sleep schedule, that you don't get to spend quality time with your boyfriend or your significant other or your partner or your family members or your friends, or you don't get to train for the marathons. And like, what are you really missing out on? You're missing out on a life that you're really, really obsessed with. So it's like by staying at something that's not giving you a full body fuck yes feeling, it's at the expense of something else. And when you let fear ride shotgun, you are telling yourself that I don't think that I'm worthy of having a life that I'm really obsessed with. I don't think that I'm worthy as I am right now with the current qualities and skill sets, qualifications, certifications, experience, education that I have in this moment I need to extend the timeline so I can do more. But then the reality is, is like when you first have this nudge of a career pivot or a transition of any sort, when you first have that nudge and it keeps getting louder and it keeps coming up, you start to ask yourself, like, am I the crazy one? Is, is this thing that's coming up, insert air quotes, normal? And here's what I know about you as you're listening to this podcast. You are a woman who has really big goals. You are a woman who cares wildly 
about the life that she's living. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't be sitting here listening to a personal development podcast. And the level of self-awareness that you have and the vision that you have for possibility is going to be what sets you apart from the rest. And her and I had this conversation before we ended our call. I was like, what separates you from the rest of the nurses in this world who just accept the status quo, bedside nursing, 12-hour shifts, rotating days and nights, like just accept it for face value and say, this is it. This is what it is. What separates you from them is the ability to get wildly curious and to really allow yourself to dream and get so, so specific and gain so much clarity on what would that dream career look like? And the the fear, the inner dialogue, the inner critic is going to come right out the gates and say, you can't have that. That's not possible for you. And you have two choices here. You can buy into that belief of fear and it's not possible, or you can choose to see that fear, accept it, welcome it, acknowledge it. Don't create resistance around it. Say, yes, I see you. Yes, I know that this is scary. Yes, I might have less than a year experience. Yes, I might be new to the game, but doesn't mean that I'm not going to try. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to start putting my reps in and opening, knocking on the doors, opening the doors, creating the network, creating the interactions, putting myself in the rooms and the environments that I need to be in in order to make me qualified. And here's the thing. You're absolutely qualified just as you are in this moment. You just might not have the belief in yourself yet. So use this as a reminder to borrow a little bit of belief from me. The more that you keep waiting, the more that you keep extending that arbitrary timeline, the more that you are going to miss out on a really, really epic life. And it might be settling in your relationship. It might be settling in your career. It might be settling in, I don't know, your side hustle of the business that you're building. And the moment that you settle and just accept it for what it is, you miss out on the opportunity to stretch yourself in a way that could really, really unlock something within you. And when you do that, you're ignoring your true deepest desires. You're telling your soul, hey, I know that you have a dream, but I'm not going to listen because I don't care, because I'm afraid because I don't think that I have what it takes, because I don't believe in myself. And does that feel good? I'm going to guess the big fat answer is no. And there's this giant red flag waving around. I wish you could see this video right now because I am like yeehaw and this red flag up in the air. Because when that inner dialogue creeps in of I'm so miserable or I should make a career change or I know that I don't want this and you continue to ignore it, That is when we get into an area of serious danger zone because that danger zone is you putting your life, your deepest desires, your truth, your purpose on the back burner to please somebody else. Now, this is not something that's just going to change overnight. This is not something that you just make a rash decision on, especially when it's something like a career change and you need like money to live, to pay your bills, to, you know, sustain life. A rash, it might not be like tomorrow or next week, but here's what I know. You have to make a plan. Thoughts do not bridge the gap. Thoughts by themselves do not bridge the gap of where you're at versus where you want to be. You have to consistently ask yourself, what is the next best step? And so me and her were talking about, you know, what is the next best step? So you've had this dialogue of like, 
I don't think I want to stay at this job. Not even, I don't think, I know that I don't want to stay at this job, like really owning that. I know that I don't want to stay at this job. So what's the next best step? We went through and we started defining what does your dream job look like? We got super, super specific, super, super clear on the environment and the people she was working with and the hours that she was working and the patients that she was caring for and what that would give her outside of work. And then I asked her, okay, now how can you put yourself in an environment that resembles what you just shared with me is your true deepest desire of what a career as a bedside nurse could look like? And that is where the magic happens. That next best step. What is the lowest hanging fruit? What is the thing that seems so, so attainable right now in this moment to just do? And it might be something like submitting a resume. Even before that, finding a template for a resume, filling in the resume. Um, It might be shooting an email to a manager or a connection or a network that might have an in for you into a job that you think you might be interested in. Might be asking them, hey, can I go shadow? So the next best step is what feels safe and doable for you. And it's going to stretch you. It's going to require you to get uncomfortable. But again, the alternative is staying exactly where you are. And if you think about where you are in this moment with your life, career, relationship, finances, and you think about yourself four months from now, six months from now, and you stay the exact same where absolutely nothing changes, how are you going to feel? Chances are not great. Chances are you're probably going to put yourself into the pits of burnout or into resentment and anger towards your career or your place of work. Your relationship might suffer. Your savings account might get drained. You know, there's always a trade-off, always, always, always. So always be thinking about that, going through that narrative as you are making big changes or big pivots. And then ask yourself, what's the next best step? And I actually heard this on a podcast the other day that I just want to share with you really quick. And it's the power of visualization, but like a jam-packed power of visualization. So after visualization, you then prioritize like what really matters to you. So when you think about the dream career, let's take this for example, when you think about the dream career, like what is the most important aspect of that career? Is it the commute? Is it the pay? Is it the schedule? Is it the people that you work with? Is it the environment that you work in? Is it from home? Is it in a hospital? Is it in a different setting? So you have to prioritize like because not everything can be important. So you have to prioritize what really matters and then visualize in such vivid detail exactly what you want. And then you have to strategize how to get there. Again, what does that next best step look like? And then systemizing your habits and your rituals. I really, really like this part because the person that you're becoming, the transition that you're getting ready to make doesn't happen as you are, right? It's going to require you to evolve into a different person, a different evolution of you. It's going to require different habits, a different mindset, a different environment, a different community, whatever that might be. So start to systemize your habits and rituals. If you want to make a career transition where you are working in a specialty unit, for example, maybe PICU or NICU or MICU or an ICU setting of some sort, how can you start to systematize your learnings to help support you to make you a more um, make you a more reputable candidate for it? Right? Sure, they might not just accept accept any old Jane Doe, but you never know without trying and putting yourself on the line and making yourself be seen and vulnerable in a way that maybe you're not used to. So I don't know. I just want to share that with you. We'll dive deeper into that later on. But I thought that that was a really powerful like way to take visualization to the next level. But My friend, there is no timeline on your life. There is no right or wrong. 
then and there, there is only now. The power of now is going to be your most powerful asset. Realizing that the longer that you wait, the longer that you let those dreams stir up inside of you, the louder that they're going to get. And if you don't go take action and take action with clarity and radical responsibility, you're missing out on a life that you could really be fucking obsessed with. And this could apply to your career, your relationship, your finances, your business, whatever that is. But I think that there's so much power in understanding that you and yourself in this exact moment has exactly what it takes. You have the opportunity to make a decision to evolve into the person that you need to become in order to step into that role, in order to learn those skills, in order to make yourself more marketable to a manager. And the power of now is all I can say. Bless and release the arbitrary timeline that you're putting in your head, that you've put on paper, that you've put on your vision boards, that you've put on your 2024 goal list. And know that even if it doesn't happen in the timeline that you think, it's okay. And you don't have to wait until a certain date or a certain moment or a certain number on the calendar to mark up your years of experience in order to be qualified, especially if you haven't even put yourself out there yet. Like I said, it's a completely different conversation if a manager comes back to you and says, hey, I actually need you to have two years of experience beforehand. Completely different conversation. But if you haven't put yourself on the line yet, if you haven't put yourself out there, you're discounting yourself before you even stepped into the ring. And my friend, that is not what we do here in the Built to Be You community. So you know that I'm rooting for you so hard. And if you loved this episode, please do me a favor and tag me over on Instagram at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore. I love hearing what podcast episodes you're vibing with and I will chat with you next week. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.